Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. Um, tonight, we're going to chat about um, Brianna's chopped challenge idea. And this actually ca- came up because um, it, at, the, at the time we were chatting about this, I was potentially going to be taking the North Dakota state officers, like the newly elected North Dakota state officers, uh, to do their checkpoint training. And we were thinking about doing it in Deadwood, staying in a cabin, and I do not cook at all. So those of you that know me, like literally I hate, despise cooking, don't like to do it at all. And we usually, if we go to Deadwood with these officers, stay in a cabin, we go grocery shopping and we cook. And so I would have been in charge of cooking for like seven state officers and me and I think seven days of mac and cheese in a row just wasn't going to cut it. So I was like chatting with Brianna about this. And this is how this chop challenge um, got brought up. So um, Brianna's going to share about this cool activity. And I'm sad. Now we're not even going to Deadwood. So I don't even get to do this. I know. So. Yeah. So um, we've done like a chop challenge at a couple different officer retreats that I've done in the past. Um, the one they, we like stayed at cabins as well. And then another, we stayed at the lake. So just to kind of mix it up, get the kids doing something different, working as teams, um, and making a meal. So we didn't have to, just like Nikki said, um, it's a really fun activity. If you haven't done it, I would definitely encourage you to think about it, but I'll talk about another way that you can do it kind of in your classroom too later on. Um, but how we did it at our officer retreats is that each of the, students on our officer team were broken up into teams and um they had just had to draw a card that was either an appetizer an entree or a dessert we gave them like a budget of how much they could spend and then they actually went shopping for their supplies we gave them like 15 minutes you gotta get in get out get your supplies Um, and then they also had to draw for like a mystery ingredient that they had to include in there um, okay, so um, size of groups, what did you kind of do? Um, I would say like four, four students in a group. No more four. than four? Okay. Yeah, I mean, depending on how big your officer team is, I guess I've done this with, a, with an officer team of 18, which is wild, but um, the last time we did this, I think we had um, 12 officers, so we did okay. groups of four. Okay, so groups of four, and you said ahead of time you have to make the the cards or popsicle sticks or something where they draw their you said entree appetizer entree or dessert yep okay um and i mean if you had had more groups you could probably do like another dessert or you could do maybe they have to make appetizers yeah or a punch yeah that's a good idea um okay and then so they pick that and then your budget, talk about the price range and the budget. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. I believe when we've done this in the past, like the entree maybe was like the biggest. So um, they got $20. Um, appetizer, probably more like 10 and then dessert 15 And you can kind of modify that based on the budget you have. Obviously, groceries are more expensive now. So maybe you want to up that a little bit. Maybe you want to split it evenly amongst all three or four teams or whatever you end with up with. And then they have to get really creative on a budget. Um, we went to Walmart, so like it was a little bit cheaper than maybe if you went to a, a higher end grocery store, but Okay. Well and yeah, obviously if you have a officer team of six, you need far less food per- made than an officer team of eighteen too. So you know, right. think about yeah, think about that too. Okay. And then the mystery ingredient. So talk about that. Yeah, so the mystery ingredient um, was just something that they drew from. And we tried to think of something that would be okay if any of the three groups got it. So, for example, one of our groups drew um, corn. So they had to incorporate corn into their, they happened to be the entree group. Um, and they made tacos. So they had, well, it was spaghetti tacos, which was pretty nasty. Actually, apparently it's a TV show thing. But um oh my gosh (laughs) so okay let's but let's put a pin in that let's circle back don't let me forget we need to circle back about what if the food is bad yes okay so we'll circle back to that um so you picked things that were hopefully going to be good and everything yes so that way like you know if you're if your dessert gets right bacon would be a great example Yes. Okay, great. What are some other things we can come up with to give people some ideas? Um, eggs. Yeah. I okay. mean, it's desserts, right? Right. I'm trying to think. Like, some type of, like, breading. Like, a, maybe a panko breadcrumbs. Because oh, yeah, yeah. That, you know, for your dessert, it might get them a little bit more creative to think about. Um, if you really wanted to throw them through a loop, you could do like pickle juice, you could do like a lemon juice, maybe you did like a I don't know, like a type of pop, like a Dr. Pepper. A lot of people marinate with Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And there's like, what is it, like breads that you can make with a pop? Yep, yep. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, so that gives us some ideas. Do you have to do the mystery ingredient? Like, what if you just want to just try this without the mystery ingredient? No, um, I think other ways you could do it, too, would be, like, what type of cooking utensil they get to use. Maybe you bring, I don't know, maybe you get really creative and you let them have, this group has to cook theirs over the fire. So they draw a card and they have to cook it over fire. Oh, maybe my gosh. Maybe the other group should only use an air fryer. Maybe the third group gets to use a grill. I don't know. Like you could So it could be like that. cooking method, um, utensils used, whatever. Like that's really fun. So now the downside to that though, if you're traveling to a cabin and you're gonna have cooking method being an option that they choose from, if griddle, air fryer, fire oven stove or all options you got to make sure you have all that available to you at 
the cabin. Right. Yep, that might be a downside too. So maybe, like I said, maybe you bring it with you or maybe you check in advance. Um, but I think this could be even be a fun thing to do at an FFA meeting or maybe you do your oh, own yeah. at the school and you could still do something like this for their lunch or, or supper or whatever um, and modify it that way too with things you have at school already. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Microwave would be... Give me a microwave and I could cook you a whole meal. <laughs> Crockpot and I'm right there. Heck yeah. Um, okay, so they go shop. They they pick all these. Do you give them like a, a brainstorm time before you go shopping? Or is it like the drive to the grocery store is their time? Yeah, we did like right as they were walking into the grocery store, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. They were draw. I just have pictures of that our last team like drawing in the entryway. Like, here's your stuff. Go get it. Um, and did you give them a time frame? Like, you only have one hour. Yes. Yep. Oh my gosh, that makes me anxious. <laughs> so I mean, you know your officer team probably right. So depending on how comfortable they are with it, um, or if you can kind of strategically place them in teams or something too where someone's a little bit stronger on them too mm-hmm. um or maybe you you do give them an hour to brainstorm while you're driving there right yeah easily modifiable um could be fun where right after school if you're gonna do this for an ffa meeting you know you give it to them like they get to their teams get picked in advance and they get their items, and then the, the meeting is a week later or a couple days later. So then, you know, it speeds that up. Um, if you don't live where there's a grocery store, like, or teach where there's a grocery store, you might need to modify that. So they give you the ingredients, or maybe the kids have to bring the ingredients, um, you know, things to think about. But now, safety, like anything that you had to kind of worry about when doing the activity or maybe you didn't worry about it and you're like I probably should have yeah I mean I guess I didn't worry about it too much and everything seemed to go okay um like I said just maybe making sure that like if you have three Nikki's on your officer team who can't cook maybe you try to spread them out like strategically spread the Nikki's around everyone can enjoy a Nikki on their team well and it depends like if you're gonna have them use a fire you know maybe make sure that they properly start the fire or let's say they're cooking chicken as part of their entree you maybe want to ensure that they like properly temper like check the temp of the chicken so your whole officer team doesn't get salmonella. Right. I was going to say maybe some basic food safety, especially yeah. if, if you're going to be eating it too as the advisor. You know, mm, For sure. So I got to circle back. And this is what makes me anxious about this is I'm a picky eater. I mean, I'd like to say that I'm adventurous, but, and Brianna, you can't even make fun of me because you're not that adventurous of an eater either. If Jace, if Brianna's husband was listening to this, he would say that we are like negative amounts of adventurous because he traveled yeah. with us. And if it weren't for him, we would not have tried. What did we all try? We tried oysters. Alligator. Alligator. Um, crawfish, I think, right? Oh, yes. Crawfish. We did try. So he was, because of him, we were pretty 
No, what else did I try that you didn't try? Um, Was it muscle? muscles? Muscles, yes. Not good. Um, If you're wondering. But we're not adventurous eaters. So this is why I'm curious about this. Like, what if, and you have a good story about this, like, do you guide them to make sure? Because, like, let's say that you're on an officer retreat at a cabin. This is your dinner. Mm-hmm. So you got to tell the the spaghetti tacos story, yes. and then like I don't know, I'm just this makes me uneasy because I would just be upset if it was bad, and then I'm hungry, and no one wants to be stuck in a cabin with me, hangry. Yeah, so I actually have two stories, I guess. Um, so the first one is a spaghetti taco. It's apparently like some show on Disney Channel. I don't know. That they make spaghetti tacos. And it's it's literally what it sounds. It's spaghetti in a hard shell taco. Like Did you eat that? I tried it. And you I was did. Like, yes. I said this is not good. Um so, It would just make it soggy. Yeah, it was a weird should not be combined ever. Um oh. but luckily we were able to just have the spaghetti then. Um, okay. Separated it out because they like plated it. I mean, of course, they're all they're fun and they they plate it and make it look all nice. But um, myself and and Mitch, who I was teaching with at the time, we both um, just had spaghetti then. So that was like a good option just to okay, you know, be able to have that. Did um, did most of your kids eat spaghetti tacos? Like yeah, it they says? were all about it. They thought it was great. Oh my god, kids like the weirdest things. Right. Well, and then so the other story um, was actually before I taught the in kindred Brooke Thiel, she had done this with her officers and they took as their appetizer, they took like those jumbo, jumbo um, noodles or the shells. Yeah. They put peanut butter and jelly inside of them. I would eat that over a spaghetti taco any day. She said it was real gross because, like, the noodles were cold and then it was, like, the, the peanut butter and jelly. Um, one and way- what was that considered? What was that? Was that an... It was their appetizer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, is that considered dessert appetizer or just... No. But I think one way that you could maybe, if you were worried about it, you could maybe provide the entree yourself and then the kids could do... Like, oh, with like sides and right, like maybe it's a side or a dessert or um, the appetizer, so that way you at least have like hot dogs oh. or something, so that that or you um you buy snacks for yourself and stash them, and so when everyone goes to bed, you could just be snacking because you or... didn't eat your spaghetti taco. <laughs> Um, my favorite go-to, and not that I'm encouraging lying to your students, but you fake an allergy. You're allergic to... Thousand percent. You're allergic to spaghetti tacos. You can't eat them. <laughs> um, I've been allergic to seafood a, a couple times in my life because I just don't like it. So, I mean, that's an option as well. You just That is perfect. I condone lying to your kids about... Those are little white lies. Like... I'm allergic to spaghetti tacos. 
this is when your FFA registration is due, although it's actually yeah. a week later, like all of the things like, oh, if you leave the national convention venue, like the cops will be called, like whatever those things have to be, you got to do it to keep your sanity. Well, or I mean, pack your own sandwich for supper and then you don't want to take away from their chance to eat spaghetti tacos. There's, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can work around it, I think. Oh my gosh. I, I think my kids would do it on purpose. Like all of the, all of the food they would make so weird knowing that I would just hate it. And that's the thing is you would have to lie and be like, no, I, I'm allergic to that. Cause you, they're going to make you try it. Yes. Yep. And did you have a stipulation? Was did everyone have to try the food, or I guess were your kids just all on board to do they it? They were all for it. Like I can't remember what our appetizer was. It was really good. The spaghetti tacos were weird, but then the dessert was like a like a brownie cookie, like together, and that was so good. Like so, everything else turned out really good. See now, here's my idea of a chop challenge: only desserts. And so then, I mean, can there be a bad one? Right. You know, you know, yeah. Only desserts. That's if if any of you are listening and you do this, I will come and be a guest judge if it's only desserts. But save your spaghetti tacos for somebody else because that's not going to be me. <laughs> um. But that being said, with the judges, I do want to kind of talk about one other quick activity that I've used this for in school. Um, Because you can use it in your classes too, I think. Um, And you can easily modify it. So I did this in my agri-science class and global ag class when I talked about different countries. So the students had to research about a different country. um, And then we did a chop challenge with those types of like different cultures and foods. Um, So they actually had to use like if they picked China to research about, then they had to make Chinese food. Um, and try to make it as authentic as they could. Um, so that when I, when I taught and did this, they had to give me supplies that they needed because we didn't live in a town with a grocery store. Um, and I picked them up and then we kind of incorporated the mystery ingredient that way. Um, and they picked like entree dessert and appetizer in advance. Um, so they knew what they were kind of planning for, but I think even like in a meat science class, like you could talk about like different types of meat that they had to choose, cooked methods, um, you know, lots of different ways that you can incorporate it into um, any egg class, I think. Yeah. Well, and I think like even like carpentry, you could get creative and do like kind of a chop challenge, but project building. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's, there's something there. So um, lots of lots of good ideas. Um, gosh, there was something else I was thinking. Oh, budget. Do you remember kind of how much total you spent? I think we tried to stay around a hundred dollars. So I want to say it was like maybe everyone got thirty dollars. But I mean, there was also like twenty of us. So you know, right. a hundred dollars. So depending on. Um, and I think they all kind of stayed under it, especially because like pasta is really cheap. So the spaghetti taco group like didn't spend that much money. Oh my God, gross. <laughs> and I bet they were so proud of the fact that like they were under budget. 
and then when they make it do they present it to the whole group like how do you do you sit around the table and then every like the appetizer group presents their food and then the entree group presents and then you eat or how how did you do that um yeah so we tried to have them present it how it worked out it seemed like everything was kind of done at different intervals so like the appetizer was done really quick and I wish I could remember what it was but it was really good so they kind of presented theirs and we ate it while everything else was like being made okay then we ate the spaghetti tacos and then it seemed like dessert was ready after that because it had to bake for a decent amount of time okay did you struggle with people needing the same like you know everyone needs the oven or everyone needs do you remember that or did you did you assign them a cook method to help with that no we didn't assign them a cook method but you could to help prevent that depending on how big of a a space you have yeah well and maybe like you know you know that you're gonna bring a griddle because that can be used off to the side or whatever right I don't really remember it being an issue, I guess, though. Yeah. And you know what? Like, if you want to rein this in a little bit, you can make it, like, maybe you have a theme. So maybe it's 4th of July party themed. And so, like, you know, it's got to relate to that. Or maybe it's just, it's very specific. Maybe it's a s'mores chopped challenge. And so everyone has to make a... a a different s'mores you know and it's and people can vote and whatever and and so all you do is dessert so then it's kind of fun and you can still have the main part of the meal and then everybody's just making a different type of s'more and then you can all vote and yada yada and so right and you can have some like fun like cheesy prizes and you know really oh make, yeah make it really exciting however you want to want to do it too for sure. I'm trying to think we always did um like this hot dog challenge in in school. And so they had to make um oh gosh, they were hired by was it Sonic? I think was my scenario. And the best part was is the kids always thought I was telling the truth. Um but they were basically like Sonic was having this challenge to create the next best hot dog. And so they had to create, you know, this, a hot dog. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they were given a hot dog by me, a cooked hot dog. Um, But the way it got cooked was up to them. And what went on top of it was up to them. And they actually had to come up with like a logo and talk about the ingredients. And they always came up with like crazy things. Like one year, this kid took and chopped the hot dog. And then put hard spaghetti noodles through all the pieces, boiled it. So then it was like this hot dog and a spaghetti hot dog creation. I'll tell you this, though. When we did this, I would try not to serve as a judge. Because I didn't want to eat them. Uh-huh. Um, and so I always brought in, like, the principal, superintendent, another teacher. And they loved doing it. And so... Um, just, I mean, you can be very specific, like, especially if you're out on a cabin, maybe it is a hot dog challenge and they, they have to use the fire 
to cook all of their ingredients and I don't know they I mean you can have a lot of fun so um I can't wait I I plan to do some version of this in some way with my officers um although we're not going to Deadwood I think it'd be super fun um to do at some at some time so um I think there's so many ways that you can go with it so oh yeah yeah and yeah FFA meeting in school lots of things so um yeah well check out the resources um brianna's gonna share um some stuff with us and um one favor that we have for you all is we really want to start to get our podcast kind of out there a little bit more um all of you that are listening we really appreciate you um you know always constantly coming back and listening and i i know I know life is busy as an ag teacher. And so we appreciate that um, you're consistent in supporting our podcast and uh, especially all our guests that we've had on, um, you know, a lot of, most of our guests are ag teachers, like normal people that spend a Sunday evening with us recording. Uh, and the fact that those people are so willing to drop everything to share about something that they're passionate about, um, when they have so much other things on their plate, it, we just really appreciate it, but we would like to get noticed, um, you know, in the podcast platform. Um, so hopefully more ag teachers know that we're here, um, and other teachers, maybe other CTE teachers. Um, I think there's so many topics that we talk about that, um, can go cross-curricular. So if, if you have a moment, we would love for you to go on Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. And so whatever rating you are comfortable with, we would love. And if you would type a review about um, how much you love the podcast and what your favorite things are or things you dislike. Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. Ways that we can get better is always accepted too, as long as you're nice about it. Yes, um, we would love constructive criticism. Maybe you have a really good idea or a topic that you haven't heard on, or maybe we have nasally voices and you just really want us to know that we would accept it all. Um, so if you would be willing to go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, um, we appreciate that. So please do that. Um, and as always, you can like here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have a future topic idea or you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and we'd love to have you. Thanks for listening.